0: Yeah, just nobody has any sanitizer right now.
1: You know who does have some sanitizer? Canada. Uh, some uh, some jag bags, uh, Matt and Noah Colvin. Joey, stat of the week. They bought 17,700 17, bottles of hand sanitizer uh, to try to turn a profit on the uh, the uh, pandemic. Cool. They were gonna. They were gonna sell them. So that's why you don't have them. Yep. They were going to sell them on Amazon, but then Amazon uh, shut them down.
0: Outlawed. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- they, yeah
1: because that's um,
0: that's diesel. super gross.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. It's awful. They're
0: gonna need all that hand sanitizer to get that feeling off.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well said, sir. Well said.
1: So now they've got a garage full of them, uh, and they cannot sell them.
0: Is there an address? It's got to be a black for this.
1: I think that was the first time I've given a stat during the pre-sync uh, section of the show. We're
2: just breaking all kinds of records this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Desperate are we gonna times, have to? Right? Are we gonna have to put stat of the week jingle in the the uh, you know the pre the preamble? Pre yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't make the rules. I think we're gonna have to do it.
3: There are no rules. We're living in the apocalypse. Oh, that's right. (sighs) They live in Hickson, Tennessee, by the way.
2: That sounds right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That is on brand.
3: We're we're just killing our Hickson, Tennessee uh, listenership right now.
0: No, we're just subtly giving them an idea that there's a garage somewhere that they should, uh, you know, liberate. (laughs)
3: Do some minor Googling and, you know... What's what's minor Googling? I, I don't
0: think it's
2: <laughs> that hard to find these guys is all I'm saying. <laughs> minor Googling sounds like a felony in, <laughs> yeah, in <the> 25 states.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know what major Googling <laughs> is, then.
1: <it? laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll be
0: perfect.
1: Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you,
3: and I don't care if I get
1: fined.
0: we for three! I
3: got
1: my sweet
2: with on. That
1: train is off the track.
2: I feel like you,
0: you can't just, like, jump through Neptune and be okay what the show needs
3: is mm.
0: more dogs and bears and chickens stuff.
1: Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch. unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans. You are listening to The Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is March 15th, 2020, and this is episode 439 this show, we're going to discuss a one-in-one week for the Pacers, including games against Dallas and Boston. And joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast-to-coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital,
2: Washington, D.C., it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Uh Quick shout-out to my father-in-law, who has a birthday uh, on St. Paddy's Day. So, shout, shout out.
3: Shout out. What?
1: From Indianapolis, Indiana. He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. John Colson.
3: What is up, Pacer Nation? The reason I said, what, is because uh, my father also has his birthday on St. Patrick's Day. No. Um, he is very. <laughs> he is very concerned that they will shut down... Uh, restaurants uh, before his birthday Here in Indiana And that I will have to cook for him for his birthday So let's, uh, let's hope that is
2: not the case mm-hmm, mm-hmm. An important um, side note Your father is not my father-in-law so. <laughs> not <what it's- laughs> I agree It's exciting though
3: Very interesting It is right there. Um, yeah. I would also like to shout out uh, Ryan and Caroline Wayman uh, Who yesterday had uh, a, a beautiful baby girl uh, born healthy Elizabeth. So shout out. Shout out.
0: Shout, shout out. out.
1: And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper.
0: What's going on, fellas? Uh, shout out to Herb Simon hey. and other owners around the league who uh, are doing the right thing and uh, taking care of the part time and, and salaried or hourly employees. Uh, that aren't able to work right now.
2: Indeed, yeah.
3: shout out. And
0: any who aren't, shame on you. I yeah, don't know exactly. If, if right that now, is but.
3: not happening, and you have a billion dollars, like just, just, just do it. So even if you have less than a billion dollars, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you, Harper. Shout out. Like that's, yeah. These people make your league work, and now they can't go to work. So. Uh,
1: And if you want to get us our first billion dollars, you can uh, support us anytime you shop at Amazon. If you just follow the link in the show notes or go to com slash Amazon, it kicks a small percentage of uh, uh, your sale back to us. helps support what we do. Well, by now everyone has probably heard um, that the NBA has uh, uh, put the league on suspension for the time being. You know, all those times, you know, I I think part of this might just be because we had been over the last, uh, you know, month or two kept saying it's like, you know, if the season ended today, here's where we'd be. If the season ended today, well, (laughs) the season may have just ended. Um, There's two games of Pacers basketball this week. We had recorded on last Saturday uh, before the Dallas game. So On Sunday, March 8th, Pacers played at Dallas, and they won this one 112 to 109. Demonta Sabonis, uh, 20 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, TJ Warren uh, nearly equaled the uh, eight, 8 points in 9 seconds uh, uh, <laughs> with uh, 3 fouls and 5 seconds <laughs> right at the end of the game. So shout out TJ Warren. Also had 16 points and 8 rebounds. Um Pacers beat uh, beat the Mavericks. That's a nice nice On win the there. On yeah. the road. On the road. and then Tuesday, March 10th versus Boston. They lose this one at home, 114-111. At Sabonis 28 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Oladipo looking solid. Uh, best game back I think yet, yeah, 27 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. So 1 in 1 week. Um which, uh, which could be the last game of the year for, the, for the team. But w- we don't know. We don't know anything yet. But what did you guys see from this this week of basketball?
2: Well, for starters, uh, that win against Dallas makes that a uh, a four and one road trip. Four and uh, one yeah, for this team, that which was special. Is, that is uh, impressive. I don't care what team is playing. Like to go four and one on the road and in the NBA on a five game swing. Yep. is super impressive and the way that they did it was um fantastic you know it's easy to lay down in those games but the pacers came out with force they kept the force going the entire game um close down the stretch made key plays when they needed to and uh just ground out a win i thought uh and then uh the boston game oftentimes you uh think of the first game back from a, a road trip as sort of the continuation of of the road trip schedule loss uh yeah exactly yeah um sorry the dog has decided to come in here to drink water (laughs) anyway uh so many water options (laughs) yeah the, the pacers came out in that boston game and looked very flat um for the first three quarters but then really got it together i thought and showed you know what this team is made of, which is uh, a never die, never say die attitude. Uh, made it close down the end. Actually had the lead um, until <laughs> Oladipo was really feeling himself and uh, decided to take a 35 footer <laughs> with like 21 seconds left in the shot clock, a minute mm-hmm. left in the game. Not that that lost the game for us, but uh, yeah. but it might have. De- definitely was not a great choice. Uh, and then the the Celtics were able to out-execute us down the stretch, I thought. Um, but re- a really good showing, I thought. I was proud of the guys to, to not give up on that game and, and get back in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I, and I, you know,
0: on that road trip, I mean, not only did we go 4-1 and one on an NBA road trip, but a lot of teams would get down on themselves. I mean, just beleaguered with injuries, and you got your best player not playing well coming into it. A lot of stuff going against us. Uh, but to fight through it and come out with that result – uh, and beat a very good Dallas team at their house to close out. Just, just super great. Um, and and in that Boston game, I feel like we got our first glimpse of Vic being back. Mm-hmm. Sort of bittersweet mm-hmm. now, <laughs> but he really looked like himself in that fourth quarter. He was fully in the zone. Um, that that shot was a was a real heat check out of him. I I you know he was playing the way in such a way that I really thought we were going to get that thing. So yeah, it was a tough loss at the end of the day, but a really great effort. I mean, personally, I blame Sabonis. I mean, what? He's just going to go out there and not put up a triple-double? I mean, come on, man. Come on.
3: Selfish. Selfish. We just assume he'll do it every time at this point, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Agreement from the crowd. That's right. Uh, no, I. I uh, you know,
3: there, there was a really interesting article before all articles became about coronavirus but uh, uh you know the interview with um Oladipo about that shot you know um and he wanted that shot back um he says look I'm a guy who shoots with confidence I was feeling myself I you know everything was going well I think he was 4 of 4 from the range at that point Um, you know, he'd he'd brought the team back. And I remember watching this game, and I'm just getting text message after text message, uh, uh, people saying, he's back! Oladipo's back! This is crazy! This is awesome! And, you know, I'm sure he's feeling that even more than we are, right? You know? Mm -hmm. Even as fans. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, you know, uh, you've got a three-point lead that you've got to protect with, like, whatever it was, a minute and a half left. And, um, you know, he didn't. He he took a rush shot, and... I mean, he for um,
0: sure thought he was hitting that thing.
3: He did. He did. And he said, you know, he said and, – and actually it was fun because they interviewed everybody else and everybody else was like, we don't blame him. He's our dude. If he wants yeah, to take no that shot, shots. we all support him. Yep. Yeah, there's no bad shots. He's the guy. But he was like, look, this is part of my process of coming back. I got to know when I'm when I'm there and when I can do and when I need to trust my teammates. And, like, I'm still not where I can be. I promise you that I'm, I'm going to get better as we go into the playoffs. And this was his sort of promise to the media, to the fans, to his teammates going forward. And the way he says it, how invested he is, how reflective he was on that whole process, you really feel like that's going to be the case. And then... You know, out from ev- uh, under everybody the rug gets pulled out and, and uh, there's no basketball anymore <laughs> it's just, mm. it's just I mean, I, crazy I,
1: I haven't seen anything
3: from him since that game
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know been really disappointed uh, he was brilliant effort, I
3: mean we're not we're not we're not close in that game you know we can look at one shot um, but you know they out rebound us not by a lot um, you know we outshot them but not by a lot um, we out assisted them but not by a lot it was a very close game um to to have this thing come down to his shot is you know to to not see the basketball game as a whole but you know it was ill-advised and he understands that and and i think he learns from that stuff um he just said ap- had an opportunity to show what he, he learned from that because there's no more
2: basketball Hmm. i mean the other thing that got us back into that game against boston was uh our effort on the defensive end I oh thought. for sure uh, the fourth quarter was a different uh, type of basketball on that end of the floor. Mixed in a little bit of zone every now and then to, to mix things up. But most importantly, picked up the activity level. And the you know hands were active uh, from the perimeter guys. And then um, Turner and Sabonis sort of patrolling the paint. Uh, Turner in, the, in that Boston game and the, the Dallas game actually played very, very well. Uh, continuing this string of like Super active games uh, I think he was close to a double-double In both of these games yep. um, yeah, He had He's a double-double in the like Dallas game Four blocks game. a game 16 and 13, three blocks And then, then in the Boston game I think he had another 16 16-8 yeah, and four blocks um, You know, we're not back in that game We held them to 20 points In that fourth quarter Yeah, And uh, in that Dallas game Uh, Luka Doncic was a a beast, scored 36 points, I think, or something like that. Uh, Had an almost triple-double. And they were hitting shots. He he and Tim Hardaway, basically, were unstoppable. And the Pacers really didn't allow them to score uh, a little bit down the stretch. So definitely shut them down on that last play where they had a chance to... uh, tie it at least yeah
0: we were we were down 104 109 scored the final eight Mm hmm. yeah
3: Uh, you know in that boston game um you know our final play um you know we had a chance with with a couple seconds left to to tie it we were down three um you know and it you know we couldn't get anything you know credit to boston because they defended it very well we really couldn't get anything um on the out-of-bounds play and ends up in Justin Holliday's hands, uh, well-defended, way too far away, and he, you know, essentially airballs it. Um, You know, that guy is a a fantastic three-point shooter. Um, There's the reason he's on the floor, but, you know, you've got to give Boston credit for blowing that thing up and not, you know, beat up coaching staff for drawing it up wrong. I, I don't think that was the first action you know like mm-hmm. it was probably going to oladipo or or tj warren or even a miles turner um probably before justin holiday in that one um and you know it's just too bad it would i would have loved uh five extra minutes on that game that was a, a, a really fun competitive game that boston game
2: mhm mhm <laughs> yeah well uh the pacers uh continue play this week um after that long road stand have a extended home stand um, uh, Monday, taking on uh, the uh, COVID-19. Uh, Tuesday, <laughs> again hosting COVID-19. Wednesday, code- actually, yeah, it looks like COVID-19 on the schedule for, for the foreseeable future.
1: Um, I just don't like the back-to-backs. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> <Sure>. The back
3: to
2: back to back talk to the league about that. <laughs> about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joey, as you alluded to earlier, of course, the NBA has suspended uh, play for at least 30 days. That was as of Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Um, so a a month without basketball, obviously now is our time to, um, you know, give our very well-educated opinions on, uh, whether or not this was the right move for the NBA, how it all came about was actually of interest. Um, uh, uh, of course, I'm sure fans know by now, uh, Utah Jazz player Rudy Gobert um, tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. Uh, this was figured out basically minutes, if not seconds, before the Jazz were about to tip a game uh, with Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City, players had come out for warm-ups, uh, went back to the locker room, uh, as they usually do, to and then... Uh, the weird messaging to the fans the uh announcers had no idea what was going on and then all of a sudden the game is just canceled <laughs> and they say go home you're safe just file out orderly nothing to see here just walk <laughs> away uh i don't even know where to start this conversation uh colson do you want to speculate wildly on uh <clears throat> just, just what are your thoughts i guess on the pandemic oh my goodness um
3: yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think the NBA uh, made the only call they could make. Uh, there was discussion, I think on Monday, um, that they were going to um, play games without fans. And um, the moment that they had a player um, infected with COVID, they had to cancel all games. So um, this is, you know, um, their, their hand was forced. Uh, but I also think... They kind of, even though they maybe delayed it too long or whatever, they were trying to take a slow route. They actually kind of led the sports world uh, because the moment they made this decision, um, you've got, uh, you know, the soccer league shutting down, you've got uh, NCAA shutting down a couple days later. Um, You know, everybody kind of took the NBA's lead on this. And there are a ton of consequences that we haven't. You know that a lot of people have thought about, but that that blow my mind. You know, Um, there's of course the financial consequences of um, people coming to the arenas, the advertising for, uh, you know, on uh, you know stuff on TV, um, not just for the NBA, but for all of these things. I've been watching ESPN, and there's like nothing on. Like they're they're like showing Space Jam and like bowling. You know, like I, Mm. I don't know how all this stuff economically rolls out. Um, and then there's also, uh, the impact on the league we love right now. Um, is this thing coming back after 30 days? Like Adam Silver has suggested, we don't know. Um, he said, well, he'll reevaluate it in 30 days, but, um, there's a real chance that this, this thing goes longer. And does that mean the cancellation of the season? Um, does that mean we can go directly into playoffs or does that mean there's no playoffs either? Um, we're in a, we're in crazy town right now. We are an un... Uh, charted waters and uh, i'm curious to see how you guys feel about it
1: i do want to say that uh so gobert was the first one uh and then his teammate donovan mitchell also tested positive uh the next day uh and then also detroit pistons player christian wood yesterday the 14th um who they had, he had played against uh, gobert in the jazz uh, recently he also tested positive so three nba players now um have tested positive, um, but it uh, looks like the the Jazz and the uh, the rest of the Jazz seem, and their personnel seem to be uh, safe. And the Raptors uh, also got uh, tested, and they seem to be good too. Um, they actually ex- well, the Raptors have access to tests uh, in their in their country, so. <laughs> Yeah. So that's three th- three players, and it, it, you know, and they did the right thing. It, it would have continued to spread, and mm-hmm. you know, those guys are around so many people, not only other players, but I mean, they're just around people all day, every day. So you know, yeah. who knows how how much this would uh, spread if they hadn't stopped it now?
0: That's the thing. It's like I don't. I'm not going to spend any time worrying about Rudy Gobert coming out of this on the other side. Okay, I mean, these guys are professional oh, sure. athletes. The chances of anything bad happening to them are pretty darn slim. Uh, But the chances of them passing it around (laughs) to a bunch of people, pretty darn high. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I whatever. The NBA is like a $9 billion a year industry. I'm not going to shed any tears over their lost revenue. They're fine. I mean, if anything, the NBA was already talking about moving their season later in the year. So now they can just test out how they actually fare in the ratings war against baseball. Like, they're fine. This was an easy decision. Yeah
2: true yeah and then as far as whether or not the season plays out I think there's no way to know it all depends on whether or not the measures that um you know state local and federal officials are taking uh and we as a citizenry are taking to um slow the, the, the spread of the virus um and and keep it under control right as much as we can um and who, knew, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. We don't know if these measures will actually be effective, uh, or, uh, or not. I mean, at some level, right. The idea is to, to quote unquote, flatten the curve of the rate of infection, right. Which, uh, the, the purpose of that is so that you don't overwhelm the, the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flip side is that it is, it does draw out the, the spread of the disease, I think, as far as I understand it, over over time, but that's a better case scenario. So, uh, no country, maybe China has started to come. Have they peaked? I think, and then are starting. Uh, to come That's down. what they're saying for sure. So we have some sense of what a what a curve timeline can look like. And that was a couple months, I think, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, could be. I mean, it's hard to Just, believe
0: that this isn't helping flatten the curve. Like true, large true. crowds are a bad idea. Yeah, Absolutely, I mean, yeah. I, we, we've I think stopped
3: that- all sports. We've, st- I mean, they, they've stopped putting out movies. Apparently, like there's just, you know, concerts are canceled. Uh, you know, they've they've shut down restaurants in in several states. Like, I, I you know, and in France. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I mean, I, you know, there's there's, there's, there's there there other large- places too. Yeah, Man. I know. But I'm am just saying, like, there the, 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 there's. But when There's the French close
2: cafes, you know shit. Is yeah, real. that's a serious business right there. That's a big, big deal. business. Right
3: that's big dis- business. Uh, like, I I, I just, uh, you know, um, we're definitely making drastic changes to, to, to slow this thing or flatten it or, or make it um, less transmittable. Um, I think what's interesting to me is, or, or, the, or the moral debate for me, maybe it's not moral, I mean, ultimately... Um, this is a um, a decision about not you getting sick. You know, most of the people that listen to the show, or if they get sick, they're they're not going to die from it. It's about the weakest among our communities. It's about our elderly and our, you know, immune compromised and our homeless. Like that, th- this is the stuff we're making decisions. These kind of uh, clatic, uh, cataclysmic, uh, life changing decisions to help those people, and and I think that that's the right thing to do. I'm wondering, though, if the NBA and sports in general um, has a place or an area where a month from now, uh, two months from now, where they go, hey, our, um, all our players and our coaching staff are, um, have been tested, they're clean of this virus, and we can play without crowds um, to give their fans something to do while they're all sitting around quarantined in their homes. Whether that's useful for society or whether it's just endangering people for no reason. You guys have thoughts on that?
0: I, I mean, I think if we get to that point, they'll probably just skip the rest of the regular season and jump to a playoff. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And even today, there was an article in the Washington Post about what that potential playoff might look like. I mean, every, every, everything is on the table. We're in an unprecedented um, state uh, in the world right now. I mean,. Definitely not in our lifetime. Probably not in our parents' lifetime have we ever been in a situation where, um, yeah, basically, like, whole leagues are canceled and whatnot. I mean, I guess they're yeah. in World War Two, War. Yeah, probably, that's the right? oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears> thing. <throat> so I
3: was talking to my 90-year-old grandmother, and she's completely unfazed by all this. Like, Great Depression, World War Two, like, whatever. She She's like, ah, this is fine. Sure. And I'm like, you are the most susceptible to this. She's
2: like, ah, it would be fine. So, like, I think it's a generational thing, potentially. Sure, sure. But, I mean, uh, you know, so there is a possibility, depending on how long it goes, um, having, a, having a truncated playoffs, either doing uh, best-of-five series, at least in the first round or first two rounds or something like that, or a situation where you minimize travel, um So just basically take the top eight teams and do it at a neutral. Like, if you're not going to have fans anyway, then home crowd advantage is a moot point. So um, just find a neutral site and do it NCAA tournament style. I'm I'm just
0: saying, yeah, all these guys charter their flights anyway. Bring all 16 teams here to Boise.
2: Sure. Mm.
0: You know, they all just play it out. Let's do nice. this thing. I mean, they can go watch each other's games. We can't have big crowds, but they've all been tested. They've been cleared, right? So they can go watch right. each other play. It'll be right. cool. Right. And right. also,
3: Boise's clean, as far as we know.
0: I, I mean, pretty we had our first reported case. I'm just saying, we could use the revenue. I'm just saying. Yeah. A creature, <laughs> You're right? pretty clean. You're pretty clean. And they don't want to go to West Virginia.
3: <laughs> right. right. Yeah. No, no. it's It's not a... Uh, bad middle ground there in Boise I know I, 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 You know I was I think what I was thinking was that they would recha- Retract the regular season I'm thinking that You know Adam Silver's 30 days Seems optimistic You know and we're more lo- likely looking at Six weeks to two months And then if you can come back after that um, Can you do a five or ten game season Or is that just a waste of time because I think that so,
2: who knows, right? Look, like get so, everybody to seventy-two games is what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, you you got a situation where players have been working out for sure, but not playing uh, NBA level basketball, let alone playoff intensity basketball for six to eight weeks. You kind of want a, another preseason, if you will, which you could imagine that they could round out the the regular season because because people now have played not equivalent amount of games like it's it varies between like 65 and 68 or something like that games that people have played so you'd want to get people at least to the same number of games total played sort out i guess these playoff races or whatever a little bit of them are left and then play playoffs i don't know I mean, you know, we were we've been talking in the last podcast about how there's
3: a chill, still a chance that we could get the the you know, uh, you know fourth seed. You know, hey, maybe maybe this is is very low on the the priority um, list of things. Um, if playing thirty teams is putting more people at risk than just playing the playoff sixteen teams, let's start in the fifth seed. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, but you're right that people are going to be. Um Unprepared for Playoff basketball The NBA came out With rules Um During this uh, Hiatus Um Players are to remain As home uh, As long as possible So they're not uh, Allowed to Travel between markets So you can't like go Um f- You know If you live in Indianapolis And you You can't go home To your Los Angeles House So Um Players must remain In the market Of the team Um mm. the pacers are worldwide though right like that's right (laughs) Mm -hmm. sure Uh, team physicians trainers speak to uh, each player once a day um and uh let's see and no group out uh workouts or practices so so basically these guys are in constant contact with their trainers um they're not allowed to leave they're self-containing but they can't also work out as a team so yeah guys aren't going to get better with this time off right
0: no, that's not the goal, though.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is just weird. Yeah. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon probably has fixed his. Uh, w- what's his his? Uh, well, that's the injury. thing. Yeah, you say people aren't going to get better, but they will get healthier. At some yeah. point. Right? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. That hip
3: flexor that he that weird uh, tendon I never heard of. It was yes, a muscle so. tear. That doesn't tear. make it weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a normal tear and a muscle I've right. never
2: heard of. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pacers have had a lot of nagging injuries, so in, in some sense, this is good for us and good for the other people fighting nagging injuries <laughs> yeah. over the league. Yeah, the Raptors are going. Yeah, be the and, full but course.
3: that's that. You know, Arbor. That, that's a good point. Like the teams that have the the chemistry figured out, like get healthy, um, whereas we probably need another 15 games to get that chemistry on the court. Like you'd hate to just go straight into the playoffs when we still haven't figured that stuff out, even if we're healthy, you know?
2: I, I, yeah,
0: mean, I, mean, I just think it's a crapshoot for everybody. Everybody's going to yeah, be in the same exactly. boat. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I'm no sure the NBA uh, would love to sell some more tickets and play out the regular season, but, I, you know, it's just a matter of whether or not that's viable. It may make more sense to just have a couple play-ins for the eight seed and just, you know, come what may in the playoffs. Yeah. You're
3: right. This is a good opportunity to try whatever, right?
0: They would like. They, I mean, I'm sure that they would like to see how their sport stacks up a little later in the year. I'm sure that they would
2: love to see that. That's right. Yeah. The, the one complicating thing, though, is that the Summer Olympics are this year in Ooh. Tokyo, which is <sighs> <Maybe>. still planned. <laughs> well, yeah. as of now, Tokyo okay, is yeah. not adjusting their schedule. So, okay. um, obviously, the NBA is, a, or sorry, basketball is a, a Summer Olympic sport. Um, and we send professional athletes right now, so I think that's a secondary concern. If you're the NBA, um, if they want to ha- extend their season and have the finals in late July, and then send college athletes to the Olympics, sure. I think that's a prudent place, especially idea. given that a lot of these college athletes just had their premier event canceled on them, oh, right? Huh? Their potential coming out party. For the NBA draft is just gone, and their last well,
3: game happened a lot faster than they thought it was going to. If you're a senior, sort of stuff, yeah,
1: right. And a lot of the best international players are going to be in the NBA anyway. Yeah, I mean not all of them, but uh, right, you know. Your Bogdanoviches.
2: Hmm.
3: What's the plural of a Bogdanovich? I'm sorry. Hmm. Bogdanovai.
1: Bogdanovai. Should have said that for undergugable. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I. You know that, that's funny. I, mean, I. You know you also got to think about um, the the draft. Um, you know, it, which is in July. Like, how does that affect?
2: Um, to June. To June. Yeah. June. For sure. Um, you know. Yeah. Contrast. How do they adjust like contracts? Contracts supposedly end June thirtieth. Yeah. But like, it's obviously they're going to have to push the free agency period, like all this stuff. It's yeah. gonna. It's.
0: It's yeah, and be, and it, it, what, just stop paying these guys like. while they're in the midst of their playoff run. <laughs> exactly, right, right? Yeah,
2: and I'm sure there's some franchises that are going to be like, "Nope, buddy, we paid the we checks paid it already." Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah the, the draft is happening during the playoffs. Like, there's yeah, there's a ton of stuff that could go crazy, and and, and then you think about it like, you know, you and compress. like
2: trades are
0: happening. You know, like,
2: (laughs) but they're not really in effect until the end of the season. Like, that is wild. It's like all
0: sealed for a month until the playoffs run through. Yeah.
2: That'd be interesting. (laughs) Nothing Mm. in this world can stay sealed for that long. Uh Yeah, this is wild times. I I have
3: no idea. Of course, all of us are anxious to have uh, our favorite game back, uh, but, you know, also, I think we all want. Uh, to flatten the curve and to have the world be safe So um, But man I, I don't know what we're, we're going to talk about Honestly guys But I, I feel like we'll still talk Because you know what I got nothing else to do Honestly I'm at home <laughs> all the
2: time Most of us will be soon Too I think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once martial law And quarantines are enacted.
1: I've got a little bit of uh, maybe uplifting news. It's mm, mm, great. great. It's my stat of the week. Joey, mm. stat of the week! You guys, uh, before the show started, I was talking about our, uh, our, our mutual friends down in uh, Tennessee that were mm-hmm. uh, buying 17,000 uh, bottles of hand sanitizer. You may have heard of uh, the local distillery, uh, Hotel Tango, down mm-hmm. in Fountain Square. Well, they've done the pretty much the opposite of that, uh, and they have uh, used their distillery to uh, make some high-alcohol content hand sanitizer, mm. uh, and they're going to be uh, donating uh, 2,000 bottles of this uh, to the people who need it most um, uh, as soon as they get clearance from the federal government. But um, they're going to be... They want to give it to uh, Indianapolis and Fort Wayne shelters, uh, and then... Um, to some military bases overseas as well um they so said they may sell it but uh, but right now this is what their plan is they're giving away hand sanitizer so shout, shout out, out hotel tango yeah if you've not if you've not been there before it's a, it's a good
3: place it is they make a, yeah,
2: a mean of,
1: cocktail they got good cocktails i've there's trivia i've done there before cats are roaming around good fireplace good popcorn Good.
3: It's good. and apparently it's a good, good people making free sanitizer mm-hmm. Good work um, so what I have texted uh, a million people this week is this is freaking crazy like I don't I th- this is I don't know what to do with myself uh, this is all nuts um, I know that our fans are probably feeling the same way so um,
0: this is awesome for me yeah. Yeah, I don't have to go outside, and people have to stay six feet away from me. It's great. You get to watch a bunch of Netflix.
3: <laughs>
0: we watched. I didn't the, want uh, people watch- talking closer to six feet than me anyway. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not all downside. There's a lot of downside, but uh, <laughs>
0: take what you can Silver get. Silver linings. Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. So uh, basically, what we're saying is. Uh, the American uh, economy is collapsing, but at least introverts have a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Well, welcome to the new world, everyone. Um, I don't know who's in charge, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got each other, I guess. So yeah. that's good. Um. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be uh, we're not going anywhere because uh, we can't, but uh, uh, we still got the internet we uh, still uh, as long as our provider stays up we'll be blasting out some podcasts for you um, probably less basketball in the, in the near future but uh, you know we, we, we did a pretty good hedge on that when we started the under Google and uh, uh, lots of other things uh, that we do are uh, or, or only tangentially basketball related so I think uh, Colson I think you foresaw this uh, which is why you started to push us in that direction. Thank you for that. I wish you would have told other people uh, what you knew, but
3: uh, kept the world safe. But whatever, you do what you do. Um, <laughs> somehow this is at my feet, somehow. <laughs> um, and one last
1: stat of the week. Uh, when the Jazz were testing their players, By the dime they got done with testing the organization They had just tested 58 people And the CDC had tested 77 people in our country So shout out to the Jazz For almost besting uh, The federal
3: government But uh, couldn't quite get there (laughs) Shout out out. Jazz Or am I supposed to shout out CDC Just everything man
2: (laughs) Everything's on fire Shout out to Everything
1: Shout out to lines in the grocery store.
0: Mm.
2: Shout out no to Instacart.
1: Oh, Instacart.
3: Instacart. Uh, yeah. uh shout out for uh uh working from home. I'm loving this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> big change in yeah. here. Big That's routine is it? <laughs> yeah. Don't you
3: even have to put okay on to pants, you know? Yeah.
1: You adjusting okay to this uh, new life?
3: Yeah, no, it's not so bad. Okay.
1: All right, well, uh, we'll wrap this one up, and uh, we'll be back with you uh, soon enough. Um, you can hit us up on social media. That is not going away. Uh, we are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The TheUndebeatables. Our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message. Um you can forward this, uh, share this with a, a Pacer fan in your life. Uh, usually most of your apps have a little share feature. Um, you can rate and review us. Uh, that'll help spread the word. And uh, we got t-shirts for sale on the website slash store
3: for our once and always coach, uh, Bobby. Leonard, who is definitely within the, um, you know, the, the danger zone of this, uh, new virus, Um, We want you to be safe and wash your hands. And so in honor of that, I'm going to sing uh, Turn Out the Lights for 20 seconds. So you can just play that while you're washing your hands, okay? (laughs) Turn out the lights, the party... Is over.
0: <laughs>
3: That's twenty I'm seconds, fans.
0: That. Yeah, bear in mind, washing your hands may be, you know, better than that. <laughs>
3: I don't know what that I means. Need to, I think I need you, to wash it's not going to feel
0: as long when you're washing your hands as listening to that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> maybe sing happy birthday or uh, the alphabet but or you could just sing that really slowly or listen to it on repeat those are your options fans (laughs) but do it for Bobby do it for Bobby do it for coach
0: perfect
1: yep